0: Guys, it's Rami. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Score North Live. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North mobile app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you only have time to listen to one segment from today's show, here it is right now. Just real quick, Matthew, because it's it's the story of the day. New new host, new voice, maybe a new angle on this whole thing. I'll give you my bullet point thoughts on the whole thing between Kat and Embiid last night, and then I'd like to hear what you think. Uh, first of all, Joel Embiid does not know how to fight and didn't want to fight in that game. Like Carl Anthony Towns was throwing punches. Put the dude in a headlock, was trying to take him down to the ground. Joel Embiid just wanted to hug and tussle and then resorted to eye gouging in desperation before his backup arrived in Ben Simmons. Uh that was the first thing. Since then, Embiid has been reminding everybody that he's not a B-word, and usually the guy reminding everybody he's not a B-word is uh the biggest B word in the room if you're uh, still well, using that first word of that all, way. I ain't no b- um Ben Simmons was the biggest punk of the night, jumping in as an alleged peacemaker before choking Carl Anthony Towns from behind.
1: Not a peacemaker.
0: Not at all. And then uh, I think this might need to happen again when you see Jimmy Butler. Maybe. If Jimmy Butler pokes the bear again, Carl Anthony Towns needed to send a message to Joel Embiid that I'm not a punk, I'm not going to be bullied by you anymore, and I think that message was sent last night. I think Joel Embiid... He, he felt the wrath of Cat. He can talk all he wants since, but he comes off as an insecure bully with all the words that he's said since. I think the message was delivered. And if Jimmy Butler didn't get the message by proxy and he tries to poke this bear again, I think Carl anthony Towns and the Wolves might have to scrap again and change the way that he and this team are looked at.
1: Yeah, maybe. And uh, I'm, I'm against I, fighting I, in sports most of the time. I mean, I, I guess I look at it like I understand why Carl anthony Towns would want to show the world... That he's no B, I guess, if that's the words we're using for it, Joel Embiid. Like, what? Also, grow up. Like, come on, man. I mean, really? I understand you're joking around with your friends or whatever. You're, stop being that, man. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but I mean, when you're going to go and make a public statement involving that word and the P word as well, like, dude, am I supposed to respect you right. because that? Uh, because I really don't. I think you look like a complete moron when you say stuff like that. Uh, In public on your Instagram and everything else. And um, I'm all for trash talk and things like that. I'd like it to be creative and funny and really like own the other guy. I thought Carl using the picture of him crying was really funny, uh, but just using stuff like that. I don't know. I I don't mean to sound like soft or something myself, but I just think "Ah, that's that's a little weak. I don't mind
0: if people think I'm soft.
1: It's yeah. fine. No, I don't either. I'm a little I doughy. Um, I also am around people who are way tougher than me all the time. All the so time. So I'm used yeah. to that. They're like, oh, hello, Daniel Hunter. You're looking well. Oh, one of your muscles is talking to me. Um, it, you know. Like, Wait, I so, don't have that muscle. Right. Ellis Boone is going to be on the show later. He's 6'8 and uh, 275 pounds. So, yeah, no, I, I I don't worry about not being the toughest guy in the room. But, You're um, almost always, you and I both, almost always not the toughest guy in the only room. Only when I'm in the room. Room with you like <laughs> am I the toughest guy in the room I'll um, give you that so uh, but anyway like with with Carl though somebody made a comparison the other day on Twitter and I really <laughs> liked it with Carl Anthony Towns and Dirk Nowitzki Like, Dirk Nowitzki was never thought of as a tough player, even though he took a lot of beatings from just what that position requires. To have the basketball in your hands all the time, to get fouled that many times, to be the one that everyone is focusing on, that's a beating. But it's not the same as throwing fists and stuff like that. And uh, with Carl, I, I think that he's fighting against this narrative that was started by Jimmy Butler, that he is soft and that he's weak and that he grew up sort of entitled or whatever way you want to put it you know you guys were talking earlier about jimmy butler and the way he grew up and i can totally understand why a guy who grew up like jimmy butler would look at a guy who grew up like carl anthony towns and say i do not relate to you you need to be tougher you're this you're that Mm -hmm. um but in terms of winning basketball games getting the most out of carl anthony towns in a way doing something like he did last night shows a little bit of insecurity about what Jimmy Butler said about him to everybody in the NBA and made it pretty damn clear to the world that he thinks that Carl is soft. I would prefer Carl not let those things get to him and not, Try to start fights with Joel Embiid. I mean, for one, if Karl Anthony Towns pulls a muscle, tears an ACL, something like that, fighting with Joel Embiid, I'm gonna be like, that is the stupidest thing in the entire world. Like this franchise needs you. You are the franchise player. You are one of the best offensive big men. That's, the one, in history. I, that's the one thing. That's the one thing I do worry about. Yeah, you can't. To me, you can't do that. You can't get in a fight with a guy that enormous who's going to take you to the ground and then have some other idiot try to choke you out. Like, this guy's poking your eyeballs. <laughs> like, this. dude, if you get hurt, you're one of the best players in the NBA. The season is over. You are done. Right. This team cannot win without you. And already getting suspended for a couple of games, I think, is foolish. The suspension Carr, is fine times.
0: because I don't care how many games the Wolves win this year.
1: I do. I would like to see them make the playoffs. And now with Golden State out, all right, there's it one does. team. That opens there's the one door. team New Orleans isn't any good yet. Maybe they will be, but they're not right now.
0: Sacramento looks terrible.
1: Sacramento is horrible. All right, we're counting teams here. They put almost everybody in the playoffs, and maybe they're not going to win a championship, but I'd sure like to see them with this team make the playoffs. I think they could do it. I don't want to see Carl Anthony Towns get hurt, but even less, I don't want to see Carl Anthony Towns feel like he's constantly insecure about what the feeling is about him in the NBA and just go out and drain threes like the best way to shove it in everybody's face all the time is to improve your defense for one and then make threes like the best players in the NBA I think put the daggers in with the basketball when it goes in the hoop more so than fighting and stuff like that. And and this comes from me lover of the 90s New York Knicks, <laughs> all right? But but that ain't you though. That's Charles Oakley. That's not you. you Anthony don't, Mason. It's you don't need to be I think we're both that. finding
0: ourselves on the opposite side of this of this I don't even know if it's a debate than what we normally would because I'm pa- I'm a I'm a pacifist in most situations. I don't I don't think you ever really need to resort to violence unless it's unless it's in self-defense. That's pretty much my philosophy on life, but I I think that there are instances where you can only get poked and bullied so much before you need to put that to a stop, and the only way to stop a bully is to punch a bully in the mouth, figuratively speaking, and I think that's what Carl Anthony Towns was doing last night. Danny had the same take on it that you did, that this only, in a way, affirmed what Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler and other people around the league have been saying about Carl Anthony Towns that he is soft that you can get in his head you can get under his skin with with antics like we saw from Joel Embiid last night i think it was i, I honestly think it was a calculated and and measured uh decision by Carl Anthony Towns down 20 in that game he said you know what this is a good time to send a message nothing to lose We're going to lose this basketball game. This dude is still up to his old BS, and I need to let him know that I'm not going to take that anymore because that does have an effect on how people will play against you. If people are scared of you, they're not going to go into the lane as hard against you. They're not going to try and get under your skin. They're not they're not going to play as physical a style of basketball as they might if they think you might get put into a headlock or <laughs> there is a giant arm swinging at your face. Like that people will think twice if this message was at all sent by Carl Anthony Towns last night.
1: Now, I think that that's true if we're talking about somebody like Stephen Adams, for example. like Someone who's an imposing figure who's going to be physical (laughs) with you all the time on on defense. And you're going to be concerned about going into the lane. One of the issues with Carl Anthony Towns so far in his career is that no one has been concerned about going into the lane or trying to push around him on defense. And I don't think that that changes because he threw Joel Embiid to the floor or they fell together and then he got choked. Like, I, I mean, I don't think, the only guy who comes out of this where you're like, dude, a little tougher than I thought was maybe Jeff Teague. The way he pulled Joel Embiid away, I'm like, oh wow, okay, I'm not messing with Jeff Teague if he can yank a man that big off of a pile. That's pretty good. Um, but I, I don't think that that changes the perception of Carl anthony Towns more than it would say to me. If I'm playing Carl anthony Towns, and you guys know that I am a rec league basketball player, rec so league. I have... Rec league star from what I understand. I would not say Star, okay. I would say that I'm a team player, all around game. But I would say so this, who's though, your comp? Um No, that's a good question because <laughs> I, I try to play hard D, shoot threes, and then I became an improving off the ball, off the dribble scorer. Okay, so that that would be the, the been way working that on I your handles. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I did actually. I mean, I found out that the competition was way tougher than I was told. <laughs> And so you went into so the lab. I, I actually did. You had to get in the lab. Watch YouTube videos about like one on one one. Are you scoring. serious? Yeah, no, I mean, I did because I was originally told that this was going to be like just, oh, yeah, just guys running around. And then it, we came out and faced a team with like D3 guys. It was like, oh, okay. these a real player. So I got to actually play. And we did okay. But um, whether it's Rec League or it's the NBA, when you know that there's somebody who gets shook, then you are going to do what you can to get in their head a little. If you can get them off their game by getting them upset, I had this happen in one particular game where a guy didn't like that I pushed him for a rebound or whatever. He was all upset. And so throughout the game, I would try to bait him into being over-aggressive, drive by or over-aggressive, and leave his man to try and double-team me to get a steal, and we took advantage of it in that game. And you see this through basketball history. Who can get in the other guy's head? And with Carl, I think he showed his cards here more than I think he showed he's tough. I don't think Stephen Adams is going to go, oh no, now Carl might throw me to the ground. No, like, but Steven, I, no, he's not. Like, the real Adams, tough guys are not looking at Carl today like, oh, one of us, brother. I think they're looking at it like, okay, we need to mess with Carl more.
0: I don't think Stephen Adams. I think he just plays physical basketball. I don't think he bullies and does all the extracurricular stuff that Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler have yeah. done to I mean, Carl that, Anthony Towns in the past.
1: I, I, that, I think Adams that's because he's enormous like he's a guy I think of as just being massive.
0: But I think that's what Carl Anthony Towns was was trying to put an end to is the is the extracurricular stuff. You want to play physical within within the parameters of a basketball game. Okay. Joel Embiid both on and off the court. Jimmy Butler both on and off the court took it far beyond the parameters of a basketball game. And I, and that's when I think you have to put a stop to it. I'm not saying Carl Anthony Towns Needs to swing on every guy who comes into the paint in a physical style or who defends him in a physical style. That's just basketball. But, and this goes, this kind of goes along with my philosophy on fighting in baseball. I'm not going to throw at you because I'm offended. I'm not going to throw at you because you were trying to throw inside and it just got away from you and hit my best batter. So now I got to hit your best batter. But if you're trying to If you're trying to punk me, Hmm. if you're trying to physically hurt me, if you're trying to hurt one of my teammates or one of my players, if I'm a coach or a manager, something needs to be done about that to show that we're I'm not that dude and we're not that team, that you're going to push around like that. This is
1: a great example using baseball because Carl Anthony Towns trying to fight people is like Greg Maddox throwing at someone. Like, oh, I'm going to get hit with 86. Dink, okay, I'll take first base. What would be a better plan for Greg Maddox? To strike the guy out with a nasty changeup, right? Like, the, the better plan for Carl Anthony Towns, if he wants respect in the NBA, is to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. That's it's nice. It's to score 40 <laughs> points against them. That's I nice. I mean, isn't that the real story with Carl Anthony Towns, though? Is like, he's got this Kirk Cousins element to it where it's, oh, okay, 40 points, 50 points against bad teams, 50% from three against bad teams, or, or playing Miami without Jimmy Butler. And then you go to play a good team and you get your ass beat. I mean, it's the same way with when they played Houston in the playoffs where it was Carl Anthony Towns had this great season and then they go to play Houston in the playoffs and you think, okay, well, you know, Houston's good, but we got this player who is a 40% three-point shooter and one of the most efficient offensive centers in the league. He should be able to show up and then he scored like eight points and wouldn't shoot the basketball and they they easily shut him down. Like this is where Carl Anthony Towns needs to prove himself is to show up in big games. I don't think it's to, to fight. Now, I don't have a problem with it. I wouldn't go up to Carl and say, how dare you? Because I'm okay with physical <laughs> basketball. I bemoan the fact that physical basketball has largely disappeared and that if you look at a guy funny, you can get a technical. <laughs> I don't like that. I like physical basketball. I like toughness, but I also think if you're playing to your greatest strength and you really want to show people up, then you don't fight them necessarily. You dagger them with shots. And Steph Curry has been maybe the best for this. Like, if Steph Curry started trying to push people around, it would look ridiculous, right? And I think the same with Carl. I think he's just not that guy. And I'm not trying to say he's soft. I just don't think that's, like, a strength of his to be, like, using his muscle. Just like Steph Curry. Use your skill. Hit deep threes. Like, run people out of your building. Destroy that's people. how That's how you can intimidate them, not with showing a little muscle.
0: I'll give you an example from baseball where I think what I'm talking about actually worked. And I, don't, I say think because we don't know that it actually worked or if they just became the better baseball team over the course of, of a couple of years after a rebuild. But 2015... The Cubs are trying to show that, hey, we're a force to be reckoned with here. It was early in Brian's career, early in Rizzo's career. They were just starting to see the fruits of, of a long and, and tough rebuild for the organization. And the Cardinals were the big bad bully in the division. And the Cardinals had a reputation for, if you even get close to one of our guys with the baseball, intentional or not, we have to throw at one of your guys. And that, that was just, and it sort of still is. The way that the Cardinals play baseball. And it's one of the things I can't stand about them that it's not, it's not, Hey, you hit our guy on purpose. So now we have to hit your guy on purpose. It was just the Cubs went inside. They hit a Cardinals batter and the Cardinals thought, well, now we have to retaliate, even though there was no intention behind the pitch and benches cleared, blah, blah, blah. And after the game, Joe Madden said basically what I'm saying that you're not going to do that to us anymore. Things are changing in this division. Things are about to really change in this division. And we're not the team. We're not the guys who you're going to bully around and push around and throw at us. And if that's how you want to play, we will play that game. We'd rather just play baseball though. I, and, and, and from that point forward, the Cubs took the upper hand in that particular matchup and took the division for a couple of years in a row. I think that's. M- more along the lines of what we saw last night. Of, hey, if you want to play basketball, we'll just play basketball, even if it's a physical style of basketball. But if you want to do all this extra BS, if you want to talk about my personal life on Instagram, if you want to get all these pokes and prods in and, and extra shots in while we're running up and down the court, that's where I'm going to draw the line. Because And I do think that that has an effect on how both teams play from there forth.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see if you show the league as a team, and as a player who's been talked about as soft, that you're going to show a little bite, that that could be a positive thing to send that message. I just put myself in the shoes of other players that are going to play against Carl Anthony Towns for the rest of the year, and I think about what the meeting would be like before going up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And maybe there would be some other psychological effect where they would, once they get out there, think he's playing more physical or tougher. But I think it's going to be All right, can we get him off his game by being a little physical with him? Like, maybe we haven't been as much in the past because he's not a tough guy, but maybe we should be. Maybe we should talk him up a little more. Maybe we should do everything we can because Embiid really got to him. So, how can we do the same thing? And Embiid is a huge trash talker and he is a punk, and that's all right. Like, you can have those. um, Charles Barkley was that way in his day, right? He used to get into fights and talk smack all the time, mm-hmm. and it's great. I, I like it for the league, not necessarily like throwing blows, especially since no one's good at fighting. I mean, right? This is Carl
0: Anthony Towns actually is. Did but- you see the video of him training? Uh, not last night of uh, yeah. him training in a oh, boxing okay. gym. All right, that's he can throw a punch. Good for him. I think he <laughs> knows how to
1: fight. If he faced the real boxer, he probably. <laughs> oh died, yeah, but no, but all if right. he faces okay. Joel Embiid, all right. I think that's, he could take. That's him. fine. I, it's not what I come for, right? To uh, to a basketball game, and it, and I never really loved it before. Like I never loved Miami Heat and New York Knicks brawls, and I don't like people getting hurt. But you had to enjoy sort of Jeff
0: Van Gundy I, hanging off Alonzo Mourning's leg, right? I,
1: I like how yes, I, <laughs> okay. I, but if I remember correctly, the Knicks were up in that series, and then players got suspended. And they ended up losing it, I think, and that's just sort of speaks to there's usually more negative ramifications than positive. But I think Carl, instead of sending a message to the league, this would be my thought if I was on another team, sent more of a message of, boy, this guy is still so insecure, you can really get to him. And, And that's what I would be thinking. And if I am coaching Carl Anthony Towns, I'm like, I appreciate what you did there that you show that you care and that you showed you don't want to be no B, as Mm -hmm. uh, it was put, Mm -hmm. Um, but I want you to go win basketball games. Uh, that, That, to me, is the greatest way to send a message to the rest of the league to put them on blast to who you are as one of the great players in the NBA is to go win games because all the other great players, the ones who are truly great in the NBA, their teams don't necessarily have to be amazing. Their coaches don't necessarily have to be amazing to be competitive to be excellent as basketball teams. And uh, that's what I'd love to see from Carl. And that's what I think we saw from Carl in the first three games of the season. Show me that over the whole season. This guy can score the same way James Harden can. Yeah, He is unstoppable. Yeah. He can shoot from anywhere. He's got this step-back move now that he can make consistently. Like if you do that to people every night, if you dagger people, then I think you get a lot more respect. And I and and you win, really, it is the best way to get respect in the NBA. So this was fun, and I <laughs> miss this sort of thing in the NBA. I'm not mad about it, but I don't think it changes the perception of Towns until he goes and plays Miami and drops 50 on Miami and Jimmy Butler or goes to Philly and beats Philly. I mean, my gosh, you got your ass kicked last night. What day. if he drops like, how 50? How am I supposed to respect this? What
0: if he drops 50? beats the heat and punches Jimmy Butler in the jaw as <laughs> yeah. he's walking well, off. The that, court. Then you've
1: got the whole thing taken care of. <laughs> that's
0: I, I think the best thing Carl can do is to almost have a to care, but to almost have this I don't care mentality. You know what it's like? I feel like that's what he's been doing though. And it's just been perceived. I don't as soft. see I don't see Rami I don't I disagree. I don't think it I don't think it is a I don't care mentality. I think it's a I let everything get to me, and people are trash talking me, and people are pushing me around inside the paint, and I'm letting that get to me and frustrate me, and it's affecting how I play.
1: Yeah, I look at Carl as having some of the same things as Kirk Cousins, where people are always telling Carl. You should be more like this. You should handle these things more like that. You should have more edge to you, Kirk. And then, you know, people trying to bait cousins into, like, were you really mad after week four and that's why you played well? Like, no, actually, the Lions don't have a very good past event. Uh, and I've been good since, like, 2015. But you know, but it's the same sort of thing. It's like, well, maybe you should be this way, Kirk. Maybe you should have this chip on your shoulder. Don't you have a chip on your shoulder? It's the same thing. Like, neither one of these guys are really that type of person. That has to be natural. Jimmy Butler has a natural, bleep you, nastiness, do not want to play against this guy. And there's also some other things that come along with that that are really annoying from Jimmy Butler. But of the players you think of um, that have a toughness to them, can you think of any where it wasn't like natural? Where it didn't just, that wasn't just who they were? Um, I have a tough time seeing it that way. So I don't mind that he decided to... Go after Embiid, like you said. There's only so many times your little brother or whatever can poke you before you push him down. Uh, I was the little
0: brother. And were you? Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I was in the middle, so I and got. I a little was only going to get
0: bullied so much before I stabbed you with a fork. Damn it! Okay, that's uh,
1: aggressive. Um, I actually. But 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 be good. I just I, I guess it doesn't mean a damn thing to me until he's good. Until just play. not Until he wins. Not being he's already good. He's really good. But. Like, it's it's fun to talk about. It was the same thing with Cousins. Like, these last four weeks, great, man. And you know what? If you wanted to play up the chip-on-the-shoulder narrative, go ahead. That would be fine. He didn't, but he could have if you wanted to. But really, no one cares. Like, no, no one cares if you beat Miami without Jimmy Butler or if you beat Charlotte or if you win a handful of games and score 30 points and 12 rebounds. We are past the point of, this is great with Carl. He could score a bunch of basketball points. Good for you. We are to the point where people want to see this guy win something if he's going to be considered one of the better players in the league. Do that, and people will really respect you.